and hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you here on a Friday night. It's five o'clock on the Mountain Time Zone, and that means it is time for the good news. A collection of stories that I trust will inspire you as we move into the weekend and be able to share some of these with your friends as well. Starting off tonight with a big, huge shout out and a big, huge thank you to Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudell, not quite yet, Diego. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tell my producer about this one. Uh, so uh, Reverend Barbara has been hosting the last few weeks in a row, four weeks in a row, actually. And that's a big, huge thank you to her. I, I want to say that uh, we've set up a revolving schedule where Reverend Barbara is going to be with us on the first Friday of every month. However, not next week because she picked up a few weeks for me, so she's getting a little break. I'm going to take us through uh, the month of April, and she'll be back with us the first Friday in May. So thank you to Bar Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudell for that. All right, now our first story. Yes, folks, it is, I'm dubbing it Global Day of Transvisibility. It's been known as the Day of Transvisibility for quite a while now. However, uh, this year, President Joe Biden ordered a proclamation this morning in honor of uh, Trans Day of, Day of Visibility. Uh, he said, transgender people shape our nation's soul, providing serving, uh, proudly serving in the military, curing deadly diseases, holding elected offices, running thriving businesses, fighting for justice, raising families, and much, much more. Kudos, President Joe Biden. Thank you for that. And you know, in in along with that, uh, on at the national level, again, Diego, I forgot to tell you about this. We're not quite there yet either. Uh, the Senator Edward Markey, a Democrat from Massachusetts, and Representative Pamela Jayapal, a Democrat from Washington State, introduced a transgender bill of rights today in the House and the Senate. Uh, it's just in time for, for today's celebration. Uh, they said that, that to collectively, uh, whoop, I lost uh, my... Uh, my notes here. <laughs> uh, but this is a good step forward, folks. It's a good step forward to make sure that we start to recognize, see, honor, and celebrate those of the transgender faith. I said that wrong, excuse me. Um, those that are transgender in our society. Uh, now is the time. We've got to open up. We've got to do that. So uh, now we can head on over to the next slide because the fun continues today. Uh, also, we know, now know that North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, a uh, Republican, vetoed a bill that would have forbidden school districts from adopting any transgender inclusive policies without first notifying the parents. See, folks, if you don't know it, there is a wave of anti-trans uh, bills and laws moving through various state legislatures across the country. That's not the good news. The good news is that a Republican governor, congratulations, Governor Doug, stood up to these folks and said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to make sure that uh, we protect people's rights. And in our final trans visibility story of the evening, yes, Madonna's at it, folks. Uh, she added eight new concerts to her bill, uh, to her run for this year. 
Uh, this all happened this morning. So uh, she released eight new dates that she's adding to the 2023 celebration tour. And uh, the big one is that she'll be in Nashville on December 23rd, a Christmas concert with Madonna in Nashville. Let's all show up in drag. What do you say, folks? I think that would be a good way. Uh, and she did do this specifically uh, in a quote. She said, the oppression of the LGBTQ plus is not only unacceptable and inhumane, it's creating an unsafe environment. It makes America a dangerous place for our most vulnerable citizens, especially trans women of color. Also, these so-called laws to protect our children are unfounded and pathetic. Anyone with half a brain knows not to mess with drag queens. She's excited to be on stage in Nashville supporting what she calls, what she says is the queer community. Congratulations, Madonna. Kudos to you. Folks, you know we get most of our stories over at the Good News Network and from a variety of sources, including LGBTQplus.com. That's where we got many of these early stories. Uh, out there it is, LGBTQnation.com. Uh, that's where you can find most of these stories. However, a lot of our stories do come from the Good News org please visit those news outlets that we share and give them the love and attention they deserve there are good people out there bringing us good news and if you'd like to share the good news that you know of please send us an email good news at ntmedia.org let us know about the good news that you see in the world or perhaps a story you'd like us to cover uh, or maybe you'd like to come on air and share a story with us as a special guest some evening. We'd love to hear from you. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. I'm going to get a sip of water, and our dear producer Diego is going to share with you a little more that's going on here around the New Thought Media Network. But don't go away. we got a lot more good news right after this.
with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. It's Friday evening. Thanks for being with us, folks. Before the break, we were sharing in the celebration that is the Trans Visit Day of Visibility. And uh, we trust that th you found those stories inspiring. For the rest of our program, we're going to go back to uh, some of the other types of stories that we like to cover. And we've talked about this before in the past here on this show. Uh, concrete we, is one of the most intensive carbon producing. Producing concrete is incredibly carbon intensive. It takes a lot of carbon to, to create it. It takes a lot of carbon. Uh, and it doesn't, it, it is carbon. Uh, well, Finnish researchers, uh, it's Finland, researchers have discovered at the VTT Technical Research Center uh, that they can create carbon negative concrete. And they're going to, they believe they're going to do it before they even really know how to do it. <laughs> so, uh, now see, one of the things that I didn't know about concrete is that it reabsorbs carbon over the years. And that can lead to the corrosion of the steel reinforced rebar that you often find in carbon. So they've been experimenting with different substitutes and they discovered that slag from blast furnace smelting could be combined with a bioash to replace cement in concrete. Yeah. Now, the interesting part is that the slag can absorb higher amounts of carbon than cement. And they, so the team has determined that they can suck more carbon out of the air and put it in the slag before putting it in the concrete and then locking up the concrete, but also making the concrete less carbon intensive to create. You following? Oh my gosh. Takes an amazing mind to come up with some of these things, folks, and I'm grateful there are people that are doing it. Uh, representative said last autumn we demonstrated lowering our product's carbon footprint by 60 kilograms per replacing Portland cement by by excuse me by replacing Portland cement with the slag. All right, Finland, good work. I love hearing these kinds of stories. You know, another story we've reported on over the last few years, folks, is uh, the proliferation of 3D printing and specifically pr 3D printed homes. Well, a group in West Texas, Swedish designers, uh, Barke Ingels and a 3D printing company out of Austin known as Icon have partnered up and they're going to print a hotel on an old uh rv hotel campground it's all happening in a, in a community known as marfa texas they've got 62 acres there and uh they intend to start building early next year however they they're, they're lining up all the permits they're getting everything in order and one of their uh one of their primary said the promise of 3d printing is that the printer doesn't care how complex the design is if it uses organic curvatures, dome-like shapes, or hyperbolic paraboloids, and all of it is possible, all the printer cares about is how long it takes to print and how much material it's going to need to deploy. And here's where they get even more into innovative. The builders are going to include dirt from the surrounding area to ensure that the buildings blend in with the natural environment. Here's the fun part, folks. 
This hotel is on the border of Big Bend National Park, and it's going to be a haven for star watchers and other astronomy-type folk. There's going to be skylights in every room, and it costs about 30% less than traditional building methods and being 350% stronger overall as material. Good thinking, folks. West Texas. The future of 3D printed sky resorts. I love it. Hey, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the 400s AD. Archaeologists made a great big discovery this recently while examining a golden pendant. Uh, what they've decoded are the words, he is Odin's man. That makes this object the oldest ever found to bear the name of the Norse deity, Odin. The pendant officially called a Bracteet was found in a gold hoard near the village of a village in Denmark on the Jutland Peninsula. This happened in 2020. The newly transcribed inscriptions, however, recently revealed that Odin's name is 150 years older than previously thought. Now, I'm not a big Norse god type of guy, but this absolutely puts Odin in, in a different category, as it were. And they had this, uh, the National Museum had it for about 170 years <laughs> uh, and didn't have any idea what they had here. This is big, big proof of Odin's place in Norse mythology. I chose that story today because uh, we've got, to, I wanted to have a little bit of a gold theme. And our next story is one of those human stories that just inspires the heck out of me because you never know what's going to happen and you never know what good might happen in your world as well. Uh, I want to introduce you to Darren Camp. Now, Darren, that rock you see right there that Darren's holding, that weighs about 10 pounds. Darren did not find the rock. Uh, Darren owns a company called Lucky Strike Gold. Uh, and he runs uh, recreational prospecting trips in and around Australia. Uh, and uh, the, the region where he his business is is known as the Golden Triangle. Now, he's been doing it for over 43 years. And a guest of his, an amateur uh, gold hunter, showed up and found this 10 point, over 10-pound piece of, of rock. Uh, with a Mine Lab Equinox 800, it's about an $800 uh, uh, metal detector. Camp said he probably had a little bit more than luck on his side. Uh, it is, however, the largest rock uh, that Camp has ever found. He personally had found a 24-ounce piece at one time. Uh, that was, at that time, was worth about $46,000 American. Uh, this is one of the largest finds. They said when they uh, cut it open, the gold was just oozing out of the rock. Uh, they didn't tell us exactly how much is in there was in there. Uh, and I do apologize, folks. It looks like we uh, made a mistake on our headline there for that story. So my apologies to Darren and his business, the Lucky Strike uh, Gold Experience. All right, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, let some of our sponsors say hello and say thank you, as well as share a little bit more of what's going on around here at the New Thought Media Network. I'm Rev. Robert. I'll be back real soon with more of the good news. Stay tuned.
Thought Media Network is on the rise. We're looking to grow with you. Do you have technical media experience or perhaps a desire to learn? Are you willing to volunteer your precious time and attention? We share this message to benefit all. If you possess a computer with a camera and a microphone, we will share our knowledge with you. Behind the scenes or being the star, let us bless our one. Contact us at info at ntmedia.org. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm back with more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. Brother Diego showed that uh, reminder that we have our Science of Mind and Spirit Saturday morning conversation series coming up tomorrow. And I went to look to see who's on board and who you can look forward to seeing and realize that it's me. Yeah, that's right. It's me. So I got a little bit of homework to do tonight. Plan to join me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Mountain Time for the Science of Mind and Spirit conversation series. All right, we're back with some more of the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. You know, President Biden was at it again last week, and he named what is known as Spirit Mountain, also called Ave Kwame, in Nevada as a national monument. Now, this mountain is sacred to several Native American tribes, uh, mostly the people of the Fort Mojave Indian Reservation. Spirit Mountain sits at the confluence of the Mojave and Sonoran Deserts at the southernmost point of Nevada. Yeah, you remember, Nevada comes to that real close little point at the bottom, and that is Ave Kwame. Now, the designation covers over 506,000 acres. It's one of the largest tracts of land to come under federal pr protection since President Biden took office and will really fill in a space uh, in that area. It's, uh, it, it fits in with a number of other or, uh, monuments that are, are coming together and are going to be a national park someday. That includes South uh, Spirit Mountain, South McCullough, the Weethump Joshua Tree, Nellis Wash, and Bridge Canyon. Uh, it also borders along Lake Mead National Recreation Area, the Mojave Trails National Monument, the Mojave National Preserve, and Castle Mountains National Monument. Uh, so again, part of a much, much larger plan to create a, a new national park down the road. And this designation is important to make sure that this area is included and saved and protected. 
the slopes and flatlands around Ave Kwame are dotted with important sites dating to modern Indian times, back home, uh, but also back as far as the Neolithic period. There are rock shelters, petroglyphs, and sacred sites. All will be sheltered under the designation as a national monument. Thank you, President Joe, for another good, good story preserving our native lands and preserving the heritage of the Native Americans. Hey, you know, folks, here's another interesting story that I found over at the Good News Network. .org. A survey of 2,000 Americans uh, looked at their sentiments around environmentalism and their thoughts on other major issues. Here's some of the results. Seven out of 10 people feel they are more ethical, they get more ethically responsible as they've gotten older. That's a 71%. Over the last year, U.S. adults have also been taking small steps in their everyday lives to do the right thing, such as starting conversations with their loved ones about going green. That scored 39%. 37% said they donated clothing. 36% said they purchased sustainable products. Uh, other regular habits of, include avoiding littering, 51%. That seems rather low, folks. I think we could get that a lot higher. Recycling, 49%. I think that could go a lot higher as well. And using compostable eating materials like plates and cups up at 46%. That one's been climbing over the last number of years. Uh, Gen Z and millennials were especially likely uh, to, to answer in the affirmative and the positive on this. Folks, it's, it's that time. We take these small steps and we're able to make the world a little bit cleaner and a little bit greener. And over time, that's going to add up. So we want to say thank you to everybody. And I'm going to say it. Avoiding avoiding littering at 51%. We can do much better, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get that avoiding littering up, up, in, uh, up there to 100% for next year. Uh, it's not that hard to put your litter in your pocket, you know. All right. One of our shout-out stories of the week. This goes to a the city church in Gastonia, North Carolina. Uh, the pastor there had been has been helping to feed children in need throughout his county uh, with clothing, housing, food, and, and the such uh, for quite a while now. And recently, uh, he ran across a news article about the growing number of kids whose school lunch accounts were unpaid, were in arrears. They had lunch debt. Well, lunch debt had become such a problem across the school district, uh, Gaston County, and that's where Pastor Dickie Spargo learned uh, that there was a total, an outstanding total of $13,000 in lunch debt. Well, he quote, uh, Spargo was quoted as saying, we decided that we're going to start it with our church and take up an offering and see what would happen. Well, in less than two weeks, the congregation raised $23,000 more than enough to pay the existing school debt and the extra money is going to roll over into a fund to help pay for next year's school debt i got a feeling you might see other churches helping to raise a little bit more money as well and you know folks this is one of those places that were to me i think this is a great opportunity as a grassroots whether it's as an individual or an organization uh, your community could easily raise some funds and pay off some school lunch debt. 
you yourself could, I am sure, could walk into a school and pay off the school lunch debt uh, anonymously of a handful of kids. Uh, there's a way we can do this in, in our society in this day and age. There's no reason any children, any child should be going uh, hungry in our schools and, uh, and accruing debt for food. We can take care of this. This one's well within our grasp. Thank you again, Pastor Fargo. Uh, for leading the way and letting us know what's truly possible in this world. Hey, and our final story tonight, this is another one that just warms my heart because it's about what's possible in the world. Uh, we've recently passed the one-year mark of the war between Russia and, uh, and Russia's aggression towards Ukraine. Uh, but uh, here's one of the ways that the Ukrainian people are returning the favor. Uh, a group of Ukrainian refugees uh, have been living in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they arrived a few months ago. Seven of them uh, had made a two, and I'm sorry, and seven of those people uh, signed up to move to to take a road trip to Mississippi and help with the tornado relief. Now, I am aware. Uh, that the Midwest is facing some dramatic storms, even as we speak. Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, had a tornado touchdown in in Mid City, uh, in the in an urban area earlier this evening. So our hearts and our prayers, and uh, and our and our backs go out to you because here are a group of Ukrainian refugees who uh, took it up and said, "We'll go help." Uh, a team of all volunteers headed down to Fort. Uh, North Fort, Mississippi. They were expected to arrive uh, last Tuesday. This all happened last week, uh, and uh, it's go and the, and it, they were able to come in and really help clean up. Uh, they took predominantly uh, water and other food supplies and just loaded up the trucks and their cars and went. It's another way we can make a difference, folks. Mother Nature is moving through some cycles and we're seeing the experiences of climate change even uh even right now and so if you're in range of people that need help and have what you can to support please do so uh, and if you do let us know about it here on on new thought media network if you move you go out into the world and serve and support anyone in any way we'd love to hear about that send us an email good news at ntmedia.org uh, let us hear about what you're doing in the world. We'd love to showcase your good efforts here on our program as well. All right, folks, I got to get out of here. It's a Friday night, and yesterday was my anniversary. So uh, join us here on the New Thought Media Network if you'd like to tune in to a special wedding presentation tomorrow evening at 6 on our YouTube channel and only on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can catch my beloved and I reaffirming our vows on our 20th anniversary. We'd love to have you join us for that. I'm Rev. Robert. I'm going to get out of here for now. On behalf of my great producer, Diego, and everyone here on the New Thought Media Network, I hope you have a great weekend. Until next time, I wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now.